and I'm the HR Manager here at Wilderco. Now in recent weeks I've been involved in supporting our clients through furlough and the many rules of the Coronavirus Job Retention Scheme. Additionally I've shared my guidance on embracing a new way of working remotely, helping both individuals and managers to overcome the challenges that this can bring. Now in this series I wanted to share my practical tips managing furlough and how to ensure you remain compliant within the job retention scheme. Record keeping. To be eligible for the government grant, employers must confirm in writing to their employee, confirming that they have been furloughed. And as an employer, you must keep the signed agreement for five years. Now, if you have already furloughed staff, and you may have done this when the scheme was originally um, launched, please, do go back, check and review the letters that you produced at the time. Check that they comply with the current job retention scheme requirements as you may find they need amending. And if you're unsure about um, the agreements that you had prepared, I'd be quite happy to have a quick look at them for you. Now, the existing furlough scheme will close on the 30th of June. So make sure all employees that you need to furlough have been furloughed by the 10th of June. The government have also recently announced that they will start to taper down their contributions towards furloughed workers' pay. I'm not going to go into the details of that in this series, but I wanted to highlight one key thing. If you have topped up salary, employees' salaries, consider if you can afford to continue to do this through the flexible furlough period. And if you decide to stop the top-ups, make sure that you do communicate do communicate this clearly to staff and issue them with a new furlough agreement. And once again, get it signed and keep a copy of that agreement. So it's vital, as always, to keep accurate and up-to-date records for all of your staff. Now, if you have a HR system, that's great as you can store your documentation and manage the various COVID-19 leave categories effectively within that system. But if you are using a manual system, that's completely fine as well. But do keep records updated at all times and ensure that you are complying with the GDPR regulations as well. Now, if you have an employee who is on sick leave and is unable to work because they either have coronavirus or can't work because they're self-isolating at home or are shielding in line with public health guidance, then as a temporary measure, you may be able to claim for the coronavirus statutory sick pay scheme. Now, this scheme will repay employers the current rate of statutory sick pay, and the repayment will cover two weeks starting from the first day of absence. So keep a record of anyone who is deemed eligible, including copies of any fit notes or isolation notes, as you may need these to claim back the statutory sick pay. Now, if a employee becomes sick while furloughed, it's up to you to decide whether to move the employee onto statutory sick pay or to keep them on furlough. If you move the employee onto statutory sick pay, you can't claim for the furloughed salary, but you may qualify for a rebate for up to two weeks of statutory sick pay. Or 
you may decide to keep the sick furloughed employee on the furloughed rate, in which case you remain eligible to claim for these costs through the furloughed scheme. So whatever you decide, please ensure that you process the amounts accordingly and that you have an accurate record of their leave. So what other records should you be keeping? If you have an employee who is shielding, they will have received a letter from the NHS. Ensure that you store and keep that document confidential within your systems. Other documents may relate to homeworking risk assessment forms. Now, at the beginning of lockdown, you may have asked all of your staff to complete uh, a homeworking risk assessment form. Keep a record of the actions you took to assess the health and safety of employees whilst working from home. Make sure that you have followed up on any of the action points, um, as you may need to refer to these documents at a later stage. Annual leave. Now, during furlough and as per the ACAS guidance, a worker can request and take their holiday in the usual way if their employer agrees. But do remember, the employee must receive their usual pay in full for any holiday that they take. So again, ensure that you keep a record of any annual leave taken during furlough and process those payments accordingly. Now, at the moment, there is a strict condition on the furlough scheme and employees must not do any work for their employer. This is set to change. As from the 1st of July, businesses will be given the flexibility to bring furloughed employees back part-time. Employers can decide upon their hours and shift patterns their employees will work. And employers will also be responsible for paying wages for the hours the employee actually works. So keep accurate records once again. This is important both for taxation and payroll purposes. And as an employer, you will need to report the hours worked and the usual hours an employee would be expected to work in a claim period. So my advice is start planning now. If your intention is to bring back your furloughed staff on a part-time basis, consider the hours and the shift patterns that you would like your employees to work when they do return. Start those return to work conversations and, and confirm everything in writing provide your staff with an updated flexible furlough arrangements document. Get it signed and once again, keep a copy of this document in a safe place. And finally, when you are ready to bring all of your staff off furlough, contact them in advance. It may be a telephone call followed by a letter. In the letter, confirm the day that they're expected to return to work and you may want to include details around the um, risk assessment measures that you've carried out within the workplace. So once again, save and keep a record of any documentations and letters that you have sent to your employees during this period. Now, if you have some staff on furlough and others who are working, make sure your non-furloughed staff are aware of who has been furloughed and outline what can and cannot be discussed between colleagues. And I just wanted to spend a few moments here really to remind you of what furlough workers can do. They can complete any job-related training while they're on furlough leave, as long as the employee doesn't provide services to or on behalf of your organisation. Now, there are plenty of free 
learning resources available at the moment and the government have also launched the skills toolkit which is an online learning platform to boost skills while staff are at work so please do share all these useful and free resources that are available with your staff volunteering now why aren't now might not be the right time for your business to utilize the skills of your furloughed workers Remind them that there are many charities who would be extremely grateful for a helping hand. And there are a variety of online volunteering opportunities that furloughed employees can look into and get involved with. Now, as previously mentioned, as from the 1st of July, you can bring furloughed staff back part-time. But if this isn't a viable option for your business at this stage, a furlough employee may be able to work for another employer providing it doesn't breach their contractual ob obligations with you as their employer. Now, most employment contracts stipulate that any additional employment must be with the employer's consent. And some of you may have decided to actually stipulate this condition, this particular clause, within your furlough agreement. So if you receive a request from a furlough worker uh, who wants to work for another employer, and you're not sure about the clauses that you have in your contract or you want to have a look at the furlough agreement, please do contact me and I can have a look at the relevant clauses and, and we can discuss um, your options at that, at that time. Uh, finally, when, communi when communicating with furlough staff, I would suggest that for now you don't use work email addresses. Um, make sure when you are having furlough conversations that you are checking with the employee that you have their up-to-date personal contact details and confirm how you will be updating them during this period of leave. Communication and transparency is key. There has been uh, widespread media reporting of fraud concerns arising from the COVID-19 pandemic and the message from the government and HMRC is clear. They are aware of and will investigate fraud concerns in relation to the furlough scheme. So accurate record keeping is therefore essential. Ensure that your records reflect the actions that you have taken during this time. Take the necessary steps to protect your business against the risk of wrongfully accessing the scheme and ensure that all those who are responsible for HR and payroll are aware of the eligibility requirements of the scheme. Now, if you have a question or you require any additional support, please do contact our outsourced HR and payroll team and we'd be happy to guide you through this process. Checking the health of your business. Now with so many people management decisions being made at the moment, it is essential that your HR practices and procedures are all in order. So I wanted to make you aware of our free HR health check. Now our HR health check involves assessing the health of your existing HR practices to include reviewing employment contracts, policies, procedures, looking at how you record employee data. And it's all done to ensure that your business is protected from any unnecessary costly risks. Now, alternatively, you may decide that you want to take advantage of the health check, but only focus on um, the management of your furlough process, in which case 
we will cover all of the points that I've actually outlined in this series today. So how do you go about arranging a HR health check? Well, it is really simple. Get in contact with me and email over copies of your key HR documents and employment contracts that you'd like me to have a look at. Once I've reviewed the documentation, we will require one hour of your time for a telephone or video consultation. During that consultation, we'll discuss how you currently manage the various stages of your employee life cycle. And during this process, we'll highlight areas that require immediate action. And we'll also share any practical suggestions that you can use to enhance your existing processes. So the health of your employees and the health of your business are equally essential. So if you'd like to take advantage of our HR health check, please do get in touch. So I'm coming towards the end of, of, of my talk. So as you can appreciate, they are going to be new and very real challenges beyond lockdown. So if you require any HR support during this transition period, we'd be happy to help to support your business by offering a flexible and, and tailored solution to suit your business requirements. Or if you have a question about anything that I've discussed today, feel free to contact me on the details shown here. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.